The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Hi, everyone. It's Dr. Shirley. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Fab, The Updates. This is a segment of the Forever Fab podcast where I summarize the latest health, wellness, beauty, and plastic surgery news. Some have considered it truth in beauty, plastic surgery secrets, or a nerdy or academic take on beauty. Consider it what you may. My aim is to engage you and serve as a credible and authoritative voice in all aspects of health, wellness, and even beauty across its entire spectrum, from lip gloss to plastic surgery. And I'm going to do this all in 15 minutes or less. If you don't have time to tune into my full-length podcast, tune in and check out 15 Minutes of Fab, the updates. That being said, let's get started. Plastic surgery updates. Breast implant illness, fatigue, chest pain, headaches, chills, rash, brain fog, sleep disturbance, neurologic issues, and hormonal issues. These are just among some of the variety of symptoms that women with breast implants have self-reported. Since there have been over 50,000 women who have reported symptoms such as these, the term that's now being assigned to this cluster of symptoms is breast implant illness. Although there's no currently there's currently no scientifically proven direct link between these issues and breast implants, that doesn't mean that the symptoms don't exist and that doesn't mean that there isn't an issue. The current sentiment is that the symptoms may be related to the implants, saline or silicone, textured or smooth. Because remember, even with saline implants, the shell is silicone. Some studies suggest that the link between breast implants and systemic disease has actually existed and been reported in the scientific literature since the 1960s. Other studies report that there may be a link between breast implants and autoimmune disease. Some surgeons have even gone to the point of no longer performing the operation to insert breast implants. Yet, there is a lack of scientific evidence documented in the literature to suggest that the implants are either a direct cause or a significant contributor to illness. Nevertheless, research is ongoing, and again, there have been thousands of women who have complained about these issues and self-reported, and therefore, where there's smoke, there may be fire. Regardless of whether you currently have breast implants or even if you're considering them, the important thing is to be vigilant and do your research and definitely consider the risks, potential complications of any procedure, particularly breast implants. Not only be aware of the risks, be also aware of the limitations and the potential complications, both short-term and long-term. 
it is worthwhile to put your best self forward. However, if it is discovered that breast implants may cause illness, there's no need to suffer for beauty. In beauty news, she launched a lip kit in 2015 that almost broke the internet. Now, her namesake company just made an epic deal. Cody, which owns Sally Hansen and CoverGirl, among other legendary brands, recently bought a majority stake in Kylie Cosmetics. Kylie Jenner's line. Cody now owns 51% or will own 51% of the brand and paid a pretty, very pretty $600 million for that ownership. Wow. Kylie is a boss. I have to admit, I didn't know much about her. I don't watch the show, sadly. Obviously, I know who they all are. And I didn't know very much about her. I, but now, after doing what she's doing and, t- and being the entrepreneur that she's proving herself to be, I have a lot of respect for her. What this move means for her is that she and her team will retain con- creative control of the company, and they'll also work with the Cody company on global expansion. A press release recently suggested that there will be expansion into other categories that are probably very familiar to the Cody company, such as nail care and fragrance. That deal will be inked and finalized in 2020. So my take on it is as if someone would want my opinion, perhaps they do. But I think that partnership is pretty awesome and mutually beneficial. For Kylie and her team, they'll learn business on a global scale. They'll learn to expand. They'll learn to think globally. And basically, it's next level cosmetics and next level business for them. For Cody, they'll get some fame and notoriety being associated with Kylie Cosmetics. They'll have fresh a fresh new customer base, and they'll actually modernize, you know, their company and their maybe their whole approach and marketing just a bit. I think it's fantastic. And kudos to Kylie. What a makeover will do. But not to minimize, not to minimize her talent. Of course, she's had help from her family. She's had the support. She herself has a vision. She's committed and she's ambitious. But I do have to say that her taking the initiative and and just changing things a bit physically, aesthetically, I think has helped a lot. So kudos to Kylie. Kudos to her team. Kudos to her plastic surgeon or her cosmetic practitioner. And for sure, congratulations to her and her family. In the world of wellness, wellness is a 4.2 trillion, with a T-R, trillion dollar industry with a global impact. Across the industry, many experts provide their perspective on what's hot, what's not, what's happening, what's new. And these experts include economists, physicians, wellness professionals, academics, consumers, and media personnel. So everybody's putting in their two cents or two dollars. The Global Wellness Summit actually reports on trends in this space and publishes its findings based on research and the perspectives provided by their expert speakers. This year, the eight global wellness trends are, number one, well fashion. So it goes beyond athleisure. And basically, well, fashion is wearing clothes that either help you to perform better or feel better. And they are sustainable, they're ethical, and they're intelligent. So smart clothing. The second trend is over-tourism. And over-tourism actually is a problem, but the wellness industry is trying to tackle it. And they're trying to tackle it because they think they have a solution by encouraging 
people to visit less well-known and underdeveloped countries, and that they're encouraging people to travel so that travel is experiential and transformative, not just a matter of going to a place and checking it off your list or taking a picture or a selfie in front of the Mona Lisa. So over-tourism is a big problem, and wellness thinks it has the solution. The third trend is increased meditation. So meditation, there's so many different types of meditation, and there are some core types, but meditation has definitely seen a boom in its um, exposure and the number of people who are doing it. And it's also because there are scientific studies that prove that meditation actually helps psychologically and mentally. So that is the third wellness trend. The fourth wellness trend is nature as medicine. So basically get out, get out into nature, take a walk, you know, um, listen to the waves of the ocean. Nature can be healing. The fifth trend is fragrance as wellness. So studies document that scent has a powerful impact on well-being. I mean, we all know that sometimes you smell something and it takes you back to a certain place where you smell have a particular scent and you think of someone or a particular city or a time in your life. So scent has a very huge impact on our well-being. And actually, the the cells for olfaction or, or smell, sense of smell, are very close to the brain. So could it be that aromatherapy could serve as medicine? Possibly. Could it be that fragrance will be functional in a way that it biohacks our brains so that our brains perform better? That would be amazing. So these are the potential trends that are coming up for fragrance in the wellness industry. The number six global trend in wellness is China. You can't talk about anything, especially have a list of anything without China these days, it seems. I mean, they are a behemoth simply based on the number of people and inhabitants that they have. So they are also, because of their growing middle class and the sheer number of Chinese in the world and in China, obviously, they're traveling more, they're they're learning more, they're experiencing more. So they, too, are having a tremendous impact on wellness, not only because of their sheer numbers, but based on their tradition and history of traditional Chinese medicine and in their cuisine, they use a lot of herbs and spices that obviously may help some wellness conditions. The seventh trend is personalized nutrition. Now, I love anything personalized. I love it when it's all about me, whether that's personalized nutrition, personalized cosmetics, personalized beauty, and clearly personalized medicine. So basically, personalized nutrition coming to this trend is based on DNA and biomarkers. Could you imagine if you could take a little saliva test, and these tests certainly do exist right now in a limited form, but if you could just take a small little, un, you know, un, in, unintrusive, non-invasive DNA test, and then it came back with some information that would help you to eat better, not just eating right for your blood type, of which I'm a huge advocate, but eating right based on your DNA, based on your cells and your genes and what your body knows how to metabolize. Oh my gosh. It would probably clear the shelf of a lot of weight loss books. It would probably clear the shelf of perhaps a lot of supplements and weight loss supplements, but that's okay. We have too much of a lot of stuff in this world anyway. Imagine Personalized nutrition will arm you with the information that you need to be your absolute best inside and out. I'm totally excited and I cannot wait. The last trend is, I guess it's probably appropriate that I end on this one, this trend, dying well or the death positive movement. And basically it's making the experience of dying more humane. 
It actively explores death as a part of a normal, mental, healthy life. And basically, the movement states that better death, if you can put that in quotes, is integral to a well life or a better life. So on that note, we end positively with the eighth global wellness trend of dying well. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of 15 Minutes of Fab of the Forever Fab podcast. Until next time, stay fabulous inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.